We're going to talk about a couple of new polls in this segment. We're going to start with um, a really, really interesting poll, and I think it says a lot about where Canadians are in terms of our federal political landscape right now. Um, It's a poll done by Ipsos uh, on how you feel as a voter about the Liberal NDP agreement. And it's fascinating because the majority of Canadians support it. Say they're, well, at least they're okay with it. But um, half of Canadians say it's a betrayal of voters. So you got two things going on. And I guess two things can be true at the same time. We're going to chat now with Daryl Bricker. Uh, Daryl is the CEO of Ipsos Polling. Daryl, thanks so much for joining us. Appreciate your time. Well, thanks for having me on, Shay. Yeah, those headlines kind of jumped out at me. Okay, so 60%, at least somewhat, support this deal. But at the same time, half of voters say, yeah, but it's a betrayal of what we wanted to see from the parties that we voted for. I, I mean, the two don't really seem to, to go hand in hand, do they? Uh, well, you know, there's a logic to it. Um, and uh, Canadians are pretty wise. <laughs> so what they're telling us, I think, in the poll, this is my interpretation anyway, is that it's the right deed for the wrong reason. Yeah. Um, so basically what they're saying is the idea that we're going to have political stability over the space of the next three and a half years is something that I'm, I'm, I'm prepared to support. But when you ask me um, what I think about how this reflects uh, on the government's behavior and the two parties that are involved here, uh, the NDP and the Liberal Party, with their motivations, I'm really concerned that what they've done is done something contrary to what the people who voted for them wanted them to do. So they have a problem with the parties and the leaders and their motivations, but the outcome of it is okay. Yeah, so the numbers are 60% saying, yeah, the outcome is okay, I can live with it. But like you say, 51% say the Liberals and the NDP actually betrayed the people who voted for them. And that breaks down very evenly among their supporters, right? Yeah, it does. So people who voted for uh, for both the NDP and the Liberals are um, divided on the question of whether or not this is the right thing to do. Uh, what about what they think about, okay, the stability, I think we can all agree with that in some ways. We've mm-hmm. had, you know, I don't know if anybody's really anxious to get back into another election cycle in this country, but do they think it's going to work? Will it be effective? Will it benefit us, or, or is stability all they're looking for? Uh, based on what they told us about whether or not it would lead to any better policy outcomes, again, Canadians very divided, almost 50-50, on this question. So it looks to me like it's really more about stability as opposed to what policies could come out of this process. But I think on the policy front, people are in the the wait and see mode. If we ask them, uh, you know, a year from now, uh, how they felt, and there's a whole bunch of things that have been accomplished that people think are really positive, then I expect that you would see those numbers look a a lot more positive. But right now, it's wait and see. The best part of the whole thing is that it's given us some stability. Uh, I was really interested in how um, NDP voters took a look at what their party was doing. And I think they're right. You know, six in 10 Canadians say that this looks like the NDP has abandoned any hopes of actually forming majority government on their own. So they're going to make the best of the situation they're in. But that's not a good look for the NDP. Did that surprise you? No, it really didn't. I mean, the... uh Jagmeet Singh, since he's become the leader of the NDP, has basically abandoned the strategy of Jack Layton and uh, and uh, Thomas, even Thomas Mulcair, uh, who were both in it to win it, 
basically. Yeah. They thought that they were in a position where they could potentially you know, be, become prime minister and, and form a government and become the progressive champion in the country. Uh, what Jagmeet Singh has done is he's taken the NDP back to what it was under Ed Broadbent uh, previously and you know David Lewis before that, in which they were perfectly happy to be the conscience of parliament and uh, particularly uh, have some uh, influence in minority government situations, especially with the Liberal Party, which uh, is a very different agenda than uh, than Jack Layton put forward and, and certainly different from what Tom Mulcair was trying to do as well. When you um, say that 60% of Canadians uh, support it, you know, maybe somewhat reluctantly, but overall support it. How does that break down along party lines? I would imagine the, the greatest support would, of course, come from the Liberals and the NDP, correct? It does, and the Conservatives are obviously on the other side of this. But even Conservatives, I haven't got it right in front of me, but there was, you know, a 20% or whatever that, that said that uh, that this would uh, this would be okay. And, and that's how you can see it as being really more about, uh, you know, three elections since 2015, that's enough for me. So let's somebody you know govern this place for a while and then we'll we'll judge it in a few years but uh, not anxious to go back into an election campaign and particularly given the last election campaign in which the the single issue that defined the campaign was whether or not the liberals were right to call it in the first place yeah that had a huge influence on how people felt about the motivations of the government. Right from the very first day, the public was basically saying, in the midst of a pandemic, we should not be doing this. So we're still in a pandemic, although we're slowly coming out of it. People are not anxious to put themselves back into a situation uh, where they're uh, um, considering uh, what the government is going to be uh, going forward. The Liberals have had three chances. They've won three times. It's it's pretty clearly a, a situation in which Canadians aren't prepared to really uh, con contemplate a, a different government at the moment, so they might as well dig in and start to govern. Yeah, I, I think you're right. I think just, just having some stability and not being uh, into an, another election campaign is something that I think most Canadians are willing to uh, say is probably for the benefit of all of us. Um, Daryl, always interesting. Thanks so much for joining us. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me on, Shay. You bet. That's Daryl Bricker, who is the CEO of Ipsos polling, breaking down the numbers, and uh, I I just pulled up the the uh, actual poll results here in terms of how it breaks down along party lines, who supports it and who doesn't. The deal, as we said, has the strongest support among Liberal and NDP supporters, about 90% support in those camps. Green, 75% of Green voters say they support this move, drops to 46% when you talk to um, supporters of the bloc. And when you get to conservatives in Canada, it drops down to about 25%. So that's kind of interesting in a way that 25% of conservatives in Canada um, say they're okay with this deal. I wonder what that's about. I mean, is, is it a recognition of that's how parliamentary democracy works sometimes? I mean, you know, that's, that's something that, you know, conservatives, a lever they could pull if, if they were in a position to do so. I mean, it, it's sort of something that's seen in other places quite often, or is it just we need this stability right now. And if you're a conservative, part of the thinking is we don't have a leader, right? Um, so the more time we can have before the next election might actually benefit us. And if this provides a little stability, we're willing to hold our nose and reluctantly support it for that reason alone. For most of us, crime is something we see on the news. We never think it could happen to us until it does. Loved ones are gone, and for the survivors, the scars will never heal. 
I'm Nancy Hickst, a senior crime reporter for Global News. And on this season of Crime Beat, I'll take you inside some of the most serious crime stories I've covered. Season six of Crime Beat is available now on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, and all podcast platforms.